0: to the newest episode of The Very Harry Podcast, and today we are going to try something a little different. Once every week, I will be reading a story from Tales of Beetle the Bard, and it's a Harry Potter storybook. It's like a storybook that um, wizards grew up reading and stuff, so let's get started. The Tales of Beetle the Bard Story 1 The Wizard and the Hopping Pot There was once a kindly old wizard who used his magic generously and wisely for the benefit of his neighbors. Rather than reveal his tr- the true source of his power, he pretended that his potions, charms, and antidotes sprang ready-made from the little cauldron he called his lucky cooking pot. For miles around, people came to him with their troubles. And the wizard was pleased to give his pot a stir and put things right. This well-beloved wizard was was to a goodly age, then died, leaving all his chattels to his only son. This son was of a very different disposition to his gentle father. Those who could not work magic were to the son's mind worthless and he had often quarrelled with his father's habit he had often quarrelled with his father's habit of dispensing magical aid to their neighbours upon his father's death the son found hidden inside the old cooking pot a small package bearing his name he opened it hoping for gold but found instead a soft thick slipper much too small to wear and and with no pair a fragment of parchment within the slipper bore the words. In the found hope, my son, that you will never, that you will never need it. The son's cursed The son's cursed. Uh, the son cursed his father's age softened. Uh, the son cursed his father's age softened mind, and threw the slipper back into the cauldron, resolving. Resolving to use the henceforth as a resolving to use it henceforth as a rubbish pail that very night a peasant woman knocked on the front door. My granddaughter's my granddaughter is afflicted is afflicted by a crop by a cro by a crop of warts, sir she told him your father used to make a special pull to and that old cooking pot, begone! Cried the son. What I, what care I for your brat's warts? And he slammed the door in the old woman's face. At once there came a loud and clang, there came a loud clanging and banging from his kitchen. The wizard lit his wand and opened the door, and there, to his amazement, he saw his father's old cooking pot. It had sprouted a single foot of brass and was hopping on the spot in the middle of the floor, making a fearful noise upon the, upon the flagstones. The wizard approached it in wonder, but fell back hur- hurriedly when he saw the whole of the pot surface covered and was covered in warts. "'Disgusting object!' he cried, and he tried to firstly vanish the pot, then to clean it by magic, and finally to force it out of the house.' None of his spells worked. However, he was unable to pre- prevent the pot from hopping after him out of the kitchen and following him up the bed, clanging, clanging and banging loudly on every wooden stair. The wizard could not sleep all night for the banging, for the banging of the warty old pot by his bedside. And the next morning, the pot insisted upon hopping after him to the breakfast table. Clang, clang, clang went the brass-footed pot, and the wizard had not even started his porridge when there came another knock on the door. An old man stood on the doorstep. "'Tis my old donkey, sir,' he explained. "'Lost she is or stolen, and without her I cannot take my wares to the market, and my family will go hungry tonight.' I'm hungry now, roared the wizard, and he slammed the door upon the old man. Clang, 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 went the cooking pot's single brass foot upon the floor. But now, its clamor mixed with the brays of a donkey and human groans of hunger, echoing from the depths of the pot. Be still, be silent, shrieked the wizard, but not all, but not all his magic powers could quite... To quieten the warty pot, which hopped at his heels all day, braying and groaning and clang- clanging no matter where he went or what he did. That evening there came a third knock upon the door, and there was a threshold, and on a threshold stood a young woman sobbing as though her heart would break. "'My baby is grievous- is grievously ill,' she said, won't you please help us? Your father bade me to come if troubled. The wizard slammed the door on her on her and now the tormenting pot filled to the brim with salt water and slopped tears all over the floor as it hopped and brayed and groaned and sprouted more warts though no more villagers came to seek the help at the wizard at the wizard's cottage for the rest of the week. The pot kept him informed of their many ills. Within a few days, it was not only braying and groaning and slapping and hopping and sprouting warts. It was also choking and retching and crying like a baby, whining like a dog, and spewing out bad cheese and sour milk and a plague of in hun- a plague of hungry slugs. The wizard could not sleep or eat with the pot beside him, but the pot refused to leave, and he could not silence it. Or force it to be still. At last, the wizard couldn't bear it. Any. The wizard could bear it no more. Bring me all your problems, all your troubles, and all your woes! He screamed, flinging into the night, with the pot hopping behind him along the w- along the road into the village. Come, let me cure you. Let me cure you. Let me, me- mend you and comfort you. I have my father's cooking pot, and I shall take. And I shall make you well. And with the foul pot still bounding along behind him, he ran up the street, casting spells in every direction. Inside one house, the little girl's warts vanished as she slept. The lost donkey was summoned from the distant briar patch, and sat down softly into its stable. The sick baby was doused in dittany and woke well and rosy, and woke well and rosy. At every house of sickness and sorrow, the wizard did his best, and gradually the cooking pot beside him stopped groaning and retching and became quiet, shiny, and clean. Well, pot? asked the trembling wizard as the sun began to rise. the The pot burped out a single slipper he had thrown into it and permitted him to fit it onto the brass foot. Together they set off back to the wizard's the wizard's house, the pot's footstep, muffled at last. But from that day forward, the wizard helped the villagers like his father before him, lest the pot cast off his, its slipper. Lest, lest, the pot cast off its slipper and began to hop once more. This was the first story for Tales of Beetle the Bard for the Very Hairy Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Bye-bye.